Hi, I'm Brian Phoebe with GuruFi.com, and we're answering some questions from the GMAT Club forum. Today's question is, what are some mistakes that successful MBA applicants avoid? So I've identified five uh, basic mistakes that a lot of applicants make. The first is a lot of applicants don't have a why, and what do I mean by that? Generally speaking, when you're applying to graduate school or professional school, uh, admissions offices are looking for three things. The first is, are you qualified, generally speaking? That is, do you have the scores, uh, the tests, the, the test scores, the grades, etc. Right? General qualification. Second, um, are you a good fit for this program? So, what are your strengths as an applicant? Uh, what is it that you're looking for? Does this program? provide a good outlet for those things? And have you identified those things in your actual application process? And finally, do you have a strong and clear and compelling reason for why you want to go to business school? Now, it's this last one that I think a lot of people trip over. They can't really clearly answer the why question. So one of the ways that we approach this when working with clients is that we give them what's called the business card test. And, and the business world, sometimes this is like an elevator pitch is another way to think about it. The idea is that on the back of a business card, an actual business card that you would give to someone, write out an answer to the question, why should we admit you? Now, if you can't write the answer to uh, that question on the back of a business card, it probably means that you haven't really boiled down your positioning to really clear and concrete terms, that it's still a bit vague. And so, again, if you can't, in say 30 to 50 words, give a clear sense of why you want to go to graduate school, then you're going to find that your essays kind of roam all over the place. They don't have a really coherent and strong core, and that you're not presenting yourself in the most compelling manner possible. So, there are lots of ways to think about how you can go, go about answering the why question. Uh, what do you want to achieve, either in the immediate sense, educationally, or long-term in your career? Um, what do you need to learn to get to where you want to go? So you have some goal in mind professionally, and so what do you need along the way in order to achieve that? And another one is what's your big idea? Right? You have some big thing that you're trying to do, uh, something that you're passionate about, and this MBA process plays a role in that. That's, that's, um, those are several ways that you can think about answering uh, this why question. The second is, uh, a lot of people don't make a plan and take time. Now, this is one, um, especially as we, you know, we help a lot of clients, and um, it's always a little bit surprising when you find that a week before deadline, clients really haven't done any work towards their application. It's just as if they've rather suddenly decided that they want to go to business school. Um, this isn't obviously the best way to approach it because there's a lot of work and there needs to be a lot of thought that goes into this. And so, one of the things that I'll, uh, I'll talk to clients about is that you know, a, a business school, especially a top tier one, all in is probably gonna cost you around $150,000. So if you're willing to make this immense financial commitment, you should be willing to make a commitment of time and effort and energy and focus in order to make sure that your application to try to get into that school is as strong as possible. That it needs to reflect the best of you, which takes time. So. Um, yes, you need to uh, think about getting letters of recommendation months in advance if you can. Uh, rare, never really should you, within a couple of weeks of the deadline, ask someone to write a uh, letter of recommendation. You need to 
Uh, make sure that you schedule time for all of the steps in the writing process, from brainstorming to outlining to first draft, and importantly, understand that that first draft is only a first draft. The real work begins in the revision process. And so you should think about writing uh, a personal statement as something that's going to take multiple steps and that, ideally speaking, should be done over the course of a couple of weeks. So the second mistake that people make is they don't make a plan and take time. Third mistake is they don't sufficiently tailor their application to their school. And again, different schools have different strengths and weaknesses. And so when you when you write things like, uh, I want to go to whatever school it is because they have strong professors, a good alumni network, and they feature the case method. Those are things that I see over and over people write out, but those are actually attributes of business school programs that just about every top business school has. So you need to be a little bit more thoughtful in terms of what it is that you want precisely out of that program, do a little bit of research to make sure that you're doing your tailoring better so that it, it's clear that you're not just uh, copy pasting the name of a school into an essay that you send out to 15 different places. It is immediately obvious uh, to a reader of an essay when you have done that. Fourth point, don't write a brochure for the school. Now, what this means is that when you write your personal statement and other, the other supporting things, yes, you do want to make sure, as I just noted, that you tailor your essay to a school, but these essays need to be about you. They should not be long paragraphs where you're describing the strong attributes of, of Wharton or Stern or wherever. Those schools already know that they're good. They don't need you to tell them. And it doesn't enhance your positioning any if you spend a lot of time talking about why a particular school is great. You can talk about why a school is attractive to you, but that needs to be within the context of you explaining your strengths and your journey. So if you find that there are sentences and sentences that go by without you being a character in the action, you need to rethink uh, how you're structuring your essay and also maybe even the very basic uh, approach and theme that you're using. Finally, uh, a lot of people aren't really thoughtful about the advice that they get. Uh, there is a lot of advice out there uh, online, in person, there are professors, professional people who want to help, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but there's a couple of things that you can do in order to make sure that you use the advice and the resources that are out there in the most effective and intelligent way. The first is to try to limit the number of people that you ask for advice. If you go to five different people asking for advice, they're gonna oftentimes pull you in five different directions. And especially when it comes to the writing process, so personal statements, things like that, if you try to accommodate five different pieces of advice, you're gonna end up with a Frankenstein essay that's bits and pieces of different people's ideas, and it will lose your voice, and it will ultimately just be not a compelling essay. So ideally, you would wanna work with one or maybe two people that you trust and try to limit it to that. That uh, as someone who reads a lot of these essays, I can almost instantly identify when someone has gone to 10 different people for advice and they're just trying to do too much, okay? Uh, the second thing is to avoid what you might call forum superstars. Now, there are a lot of uh, good forums. GMAT Club is a fantastic forum. But again, you need to be thoughtful with every piece of advice. So um, if someone is telling you something online, uh, then double check the thing that they're saying. This is not someone that you know. It could be useful advice. It could not be. Uh, and there is this phenomenon of the forum superstar. It happens across the internet. People who feel like they've staked out a little bit of land, and so they want to really flex their muscles. And so um, 
you know, just because NBA Megatron 75 tells you something is true, it doesn't necessarily make it so. Relatedly, a couple of things that I would urge you to avoid are first, don't post your statistics or your, your, the basics of your application. I got this score, these GPAs, and I wanna to go to these schools. Do you think I'll get in? At the end of the day, that ends up being a completely counterproductive exercise for a couple of reasons. First, there's very little chance that that person actually knows much more than you do, and it's certainly the case that they don't know uh, what the admissions officer knows. So why are you gonna put yourself through the torture of having a random person on the internet assess your application? This is doubly true once you've actually sent your application off, all right? And I understand you wanna know, it's a mysterious process, but, what I'm telling you is that if there's a school that you really want to apply to and you think that you might have a shot, then apply. Don't wait for people on forums to tell you that you should or shouldn't. Do the work yourself. Most of the information that people are basing those assessments of your application on is available online at the school's websites. And so, you know, you get nothing out of it other than maybe peace of mind that could be false. But on the flip side, you might get a piece of terrible advice that dissuades you from doing something that could be really positive. So avoid that. Broadly speaking, with all of these tips, at the end of the day, the thing that I would really encourage you to remember and to think about is that this is your life, this is your education, this is your process, and so you need to own all of it. Be thoughtful with uh, how you approach your planning, and also be really thoughtful and judicious about the advice that you seek out and the advice that you let filter through uh, and actually accept, because Someone that you meet on the internet or even a professor or a colleague who might mean well, um, they ultimately are not going to be the one who attends the business school you are. And so you need to view the advice process as a highly active one and not just passively uh, taking it in. Be thoughtful and judicious with every step of the process. All right, thank you. <laughs>